Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Personal Stylist Podcast. My name is Sydney and I am your host. I have a very special treat for you today. I am interviewing my friend, my styling client, my personal growth bestie, Colleen Coles, on today's podcast. We are talking about the energetics of style, life, and business and how all of this is intertwined. If you are someone who is interested in style for yourself, this is going to be a really enlightening conversation because we really, really get into the work that Colleen and I did together and the energetics of style and how it affects your life and business. And if you are a personal stylist or you are a, any sort of business service provider, creative, there is a part in this episode as well where we touch on the energetics of business and what it means to really infuse all of yourself in your business and what that looks like, even if it feels like that might be a little scary, but it's something that you're feeling called to do. So this is a really awesome episode that a lot of people can really resonate with and really find some things to pull out. And I just want to highlight a few of the things that we go into because they are just really, really pertinent to you, to me, to people, to everyone that's listening to this. And I think everybody just can really, really resonate. So some of the highlights in this episode is that we talked about acting and the power of putting on a new character. We talk a lot about how the external work, clothes, getting dressed, caring about your appearance matters just as much as the internal work and really get into the concept of what if I just change my clothes? Could it just be that fun? to get dressed. We talk about how getting dressed is really to respect all parts of you. Colleen shares three words that describe the outfit that she was wearing while we recorded this podcast and her personal litmus test to know if she is ready and dressed enough to go out into the world, which is a really fun litmus test that you can use as well. And we lastly talked about the fact that you already know. You already know what you want to do in life, how you want to get dressed, what pieces you like, what pieces you don't, what you want to do in your business. Sometimes you just need a guide that is going to help you refine and build those confidence muscles so that you can learn to trust yourself even more. So without further ado, I'm going to turn it over to the episode and I hope you enjoy it. It is a really, really fun one and I'll see you on the next one. Bye. Hello, Colleen. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Sydney. I'm so excited. I am really excited as well. Colleen is my friend. She's a styling client of mine and what I like to call my like personal development, like bestie. We like to go on walks and chat it out, (laughs) all the things that we're into, all the things that are going on and really just kind of take deep dives into them, which I think is really, really fun. So Today on this episode of the podcast, we are in a series about talking about energetics and Colleen is here because we are going to talk about the energetics of style and life and business and how it all intertwines. So before we get into Colleen, like officially introducing yourself, tell me what is one good thing from your day thus far? Yes. So one good thing is that I got to see the power of styling and feeling my best 
again because I decided to do my makeup and I got dressed in this great little outfit and it was so much fun to not only do that but also see how it had positive repercussions of like strength and empowerment throughout the day and I had kind of poo-pooed on that in my head the last couple weeks of not needing to get dressed and stuff which is like so funny because that's the reason I hired you in the first place was to remember see that that's important and it was like a really cool reminder today of like this was fun and it's really helping me so yeah yeah. I love that thank you and I got to see a picture of your outfit and it's very awesome so (laughs) it's in the show notes everyone just kidding I'm just kidding I mean it might have to be now though (laughs) it can't be we'll see Um, okay so tell me officially like who you are what you do your credentials, where you're from, that like official bio stuff. Awesome. So I am Colleen Coles. I am from Phoenix, Arizona, but I reside now in Richmond, Virginia after moving cross country because I wanted to and felt called to after college. So I have a coaching business called Authentically on Purpose. And I like to call myself a purpose alignment coach or mentor. And what I help people do is I help spiritual people who don't want to settle in their life anymore, build their dream life through their own sensual energy. And so there's a lot of pillars in my brand because I want to answer the question, what would it take for somebody to feel on purpose and fulfilled doing what they want and being who they are truly expressed? And to me, there's really five pillars of that, which is knowing purpose even who you are, your relationships. Cause in my experience, that's where we really get tripped up the most is within like codependency and we can't share or uh, limiting beliefs from family in the past, but just clearing that out, expressing ourselves authentically, intuition, structure and embodiment, which is that sexual piece. So yeah, that's kind of, I, I teach and I have one-on-one clients, but, but that's my mission. That's my goal is to help all of us kind of in a quicker way, um, unblock the, the trauma that is holding us back and allowing ourselves to shine being who we are and going out through that, doing what we love to help others all uplift. Yeah. I really like your, like, I guess, summary question, if you will, of like, what would it take to be fully expressed is kind of how you, the work you do answers that question. And it's such a good question to kind of go into and talk about um, the energetics of style, right? That's how Mm. we kind of first met. We were co-working together out of a spot in Richmond. um, And I think you attended one of my style workshops and it was a couple years before we actually worked together. But can you talk a little bit about like your own answer to that question of like, what would it take to be fully expressed and why you decided to work with me as a stylist, like what was missing from your life that wasn't really expressed that you thought there was like an answer to in clothes? Yes. Okay, great. So first thing that comes up is um, when I was growing up, I loved acting. I went to the same high school as Emma Stone before she moved away, got to see her, felt it in me, pursued it, pursued dance. So I knew the power of getting to put on a new character and that I felt different when I would wear clothes of a character or that I would decide to be a different facet of myself that I had, such as a confident diva, because I was acting like that, but it made Colleen feel like more confident. So 
when I started to study spiritual development, personal development, after being an elementary teacher, changing positions and careers and becoming a life coach, I studied under Gabby Bernstein and Gina DeVee and um, lots of others. But what I started to always focus on was the internal work. Like once I had a meditation experience at a Gabby Bernstein event that felt that had me connect to something bigger than myself. And like, I did have more purpose than I was thinking I did. I was like, I want more of that. That's the base. And so I almost, Cindy, like went all the way to that side of the the spectrum of constantly doing inner work, constantly looking at energetics, constantly focusing on the value of my internal world. And yet I never, I wasn't fully in my confidence yet. And what I noticed was, and we've talked, about this, that the way that I was brought up was like, oh, brands don't matter. Like don't spend money on clothes. Like that's just them getting you. Like you can just get a better, you know, copycat with it at, you know, Marshall's or something like that, which maybe you can't, but it wasn't a value to me with my limiting beliefs in the programming I had. So the reason that I was attracted to like your workshop and then to work with you was because as I was growing my business, I started, and myself, I started to notice that as confident and almost secure I could be with who I was and the inner work I was doing, I just felt so bummed out every time I would open the drawers of my dresser and see clothes that like I had bought two years before from a thrift shop and just didn't express and align with who I really was. And so I tolerated that for a long time because again, I thought it was all about who you are inside. But here's the bottom line that I found and why I decided to hire you was because I was like, okay, the bottom line is I don't feel confident. I've tried, I've done everything. Like I've done all the inner work, right? But it's like, I was also working at a new co-working space where everybody was swanky, swanky. And I was like, I know I have that in me. Like I already identified as that. I love beauty. I love class. I love style. But yet I was going in clothes that fit more of my eighth grade self. So I was like, okay, how is this going to work for people, for me to feel like I'm on stage with these great people just doing their great work in this beautiful space if I keep dressing up like I'm an eighth grade version of myself? So that's why I called you like that was the catalyst. But long story short is that I basically realized, especially after, because it was more of a curiosity of like, well, what if I just changed my clothing? Like I did a character's clothing or put on a different character. Could that shift my confidence or actually let the inner side of my power come out more? Like, could it be that fun? Could it be that simple? Could it be that easy? And like the act as if I'm like, what if I really did and got all the clothes that my higher self and who I feel I really am, but I'm hiding, uh, what would happen if she actually wore those? So that's, what's so freaking cool. What I like, and why I'm so passionate about it. Cause through like halfway through us working together, I was like, holy smokes, I am the alignment coach. And I've been living out of alignment through my own personal physical expression that freaking counts. And we, you know what I mean? Like our humanity counts, our fun and just daily kind of life counts. So I was like, what was I doing? I should have called, I should have called Sydney a long time ago. Because <laughs> I feel so much different. I feel yeah. like the inner higher self comes out more when I dress for her part. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. I got so many chills when you basically were like, I'm the alignment coach and I'm out of alignment in my like physical expression. Okay. There are so many things <laughs> that you said there that I just kind of took notes and wrote down. And I want to kind of maybe pull apart a few things. So one of the things that's kind of jumping out is like this idea of doing the internal work versus like the outside work. Cause I think that's something like I hear a lot. I know for other stylists that they're listening to, they hear it a lot. And if you're like a client considering a stylist, you probably think this a lot. And it is sometimes that idea of like, well, it's my brains that matter. It's my smarts that matter. Mm. How good I am at my job. It's like how self-aware I am. It's my skills. That's what matters. And the other stuff on the outside, it's just frivolous or it's surface level. Mm -hmm. What would you have to say to someone who was putting forward, I mean, I'm going to call it maybe like a liberty belief, but who was putting forward that like belief of the outside stuff is frivolous and I should be considered and counted for who I am inside. Mm. So I don't need to worry about the outside. Yeah. So I feel like I would be speaking to my mother and I love my mother and context, big, bigger picture. This is how my brain works. So please just like, let's roll for a minute. Okay. Roll on. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) So in the 1970s, that's when women and the 60s started to really come into their power in a way they never had. So um, Kimberly Ann Johnson has a really great quote. She's a somatic uh, experience and practitioner and author. And she said, the only time you can't trust your desires and deep desires is when you've been feral. Like, meaning when you're a trapped cat that then gets out of the bag and you're wild, that's when it's maybe, okay, let's take a step back on my actions and my wild intentions. However, we all got the wild in us and we can trust that wild. So for me, it reminds me of women who were in the fifties, forties coming out, you know, sixties, seventies, my mother was of that generation. And it's like, bam, coming out of the gates, ready to be expressed, ready to be counted for their brains and who they truly are on the inside. And also getting a lot of professional career jobs that their mothers never had. So sixties and seventies, even into the eighties was like, we're coming out. We're going to be valued and respected for who we truly are and for our brains. And so what's interesting is that any type, some, you know, in a general, way any type of femininity kind of went out the window with that like in the 80s dressing more like men so that we could fit into the world of men yet Mm. bigger picture we're not we're not fully expressed yet because we're trying to fit into the box that we now popped into but it still has a control over us because we're just only expressing maybe half ourselves and trying to still fit into that now what's interesting is more than ever in history, we're able to fully express ourselves. And I feel we're being called to. And so with that pendulum swinging, it comes back to, hey, wait, I'm not only my brains. Maybe my grandmother's generation, they thought you're only your beauty, you're only what you do in the home. And so the pendulum would swing to my mother's generation and like the superwoman complex of like, I have to do all the things I have to do it all myself. And I'm going to be valued for who I am on the inside and looks don't matter, or it's only about the brains. But that's not working for us anymore, I don't think because we don't feel fully expressed, and we might feel burnt out trying to do everything. And so the pendulum can swing again, and hopefully more into the middle, which is I get to be feminine, and I get to be smart, I get to be expressed and stylish, and I get to be respected for who I am 
am and what I contribute. So that's why I say I almost feel like I would be talking to my mom when she maybe would find out I had a stylist or really invested in clothes that are nice and brand name or you know, that there's a rhythm to it. There's, you taught me, Sydney, how like everybody has like a color palette, not because it's put on them, but because it's what they naturally are attracted to or the cut and the styles of thing. Like there's an actual art and kind of like logic to this. So to tap into that art form is to be able to respect all parts of me and not just the part that says I'm business or I'm whatever. So it would be like, yo, it's okay to like nice things. It's okay to be expressed. It's okay to be sophisticated, whatever it is. I don't know. I hope, does that make sense? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, okay. The last slide too, was like a major mic drop. Cause you had said like to get dressed is to like respect all parts of me. And I feel like that is, it's not about what this other person is going to think. It's about mm-hmm. you. How do you feel? And I think I would say to kind of the person or like the woman, it's like, uh, I still don't know if I like get it or buy into this. I still, you know, whatever, maybe still thinks it's frivolous. I'm curious from you, if you can tell me when you got dressed today and you put on this outfit, you kind of put time and energy into it. What are three words that describe how you feel? Confident, beautiful, and equipped. Ooh, I love equipped. So like equipped to me means like, that's your brains. That's your like productivity. That's the like business side of you. Right. And then like the beautiful is the like feminine and body side of you. And then the confident is like almost like a combination of those two. Yes. Because my little litmus test in me is I'm not really ready. If I don't think I could go to the door, if somebody knocked and feel like I'm confident presenting myself, that's how I really know because I'm like, Oh, I don't have shoes on yet. Or it's cold out or like, Oh wait, but I like didn't put makeup on or like, I didn't wash my face or my hair is a mess and I'm in my jammy jams. Like it's just not going to work. So equipped is like, Hey, I know that if I felt like I need to go to the coffee shop today to work, I'm ready. I'm gone. And, or I'm ready for this podcast right now. Like, yeah. So when I pretend, pretend that my personal style and my physical outward appearance does not matter to me. That's when I feel less confident, less ready to just like succeed, even by opening the door to the like, you know, UPS guy, like, I don't know, but basically that is what equipped is because I'm not afraid of what's going to come at me or like, who's going to see me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Whereas I'd rather them see me like as the confident person I wish to be not the person who I'm like, well, hopefully I'm just going to get the ice cream out of the grocery store and go. Like, I don't want to be that person. I want to be the person who's like, hello, welcome. Oh, yes. You're looking for an alignment coach. I'm here. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my love. So funny. I love that because so like, I also like will kind of go into the trap, if you will, of like, I'm just going to work in my leggings or like from the gym. And like this week, even to myself, I was like, I'm going to get dressed every day. I'm going to do my makeup every day, do my hair every day. So like even, I mean, stylists like have these days too, right? And it's, I think it's just like a common experience. Um, And there's been a couple of times my husband and I have been going out or like on a walk or whatever. And he's like, oh, let's go do this afterwards. And I'm like, I am not dressed. I am not equipped to go do anything after this. Like I didn't think about it. Yes. Right. And, (laughs) And I think there's a time and a place for like being in leggings, being like how you want to be. And it doesn't, it doesn't 
affect who you are internally. I do think there is a connection between like getting dressed and like feeling productive and being productive and some of that output. Um, But yeah, just, I love this idea, like just being equipped. Like even if you are in leggings, like what's that extra step that you can do to equip yourself? Yes. (laughs) Comfortable and confident to answer the door, to run and grab ice cream and not feel like you want to put a hoodie over your head and not see anybody because you are going to see somebody when you're in that state. Like Right. I like, know my sister and I joke all the time. She was like, of course the day I want to just escape from the world. I see my ex-boyfriend from like middle school and like, that's the last person, right? She wants yeah. to see to be like, yeah, no, my life's great. Like when actually it might be, but on an energetic side of things, when, you know, how we do one thing is how we do most things. Some would even say how we do one thing is how we do everything. So when I hear you say that about like the walk and not being ready or, the energy of, I don't, I, I'm just going to hide a little bit. Like I, I'm not going to, I'm going to go 50% instead of hundred percent. You could say, where else is that showing up in your life? Do you only want 50% out of your business? Do you only want 50% um, of shining in your relationships and in your love? Because where we're hiding in one thing is how we hide in everything. Cause it's the same energetic flowing through all these pockets of our life. So that's also why it was so helpful to hire you or to put styling in my life as a value, because I was like, look, I'm sick of letting my life feel gray. And I'm sick of feeling like it's going to happen one day or that then they'll realize my potential when I'm not realizing my own, because I'm not ready for it and I'm not showing it but when we've gone on walks I think it's such a funny it's an ironic thing because when we've gone on walks I'm like damn Cindy like your 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 walking outfit looks intentional (laughs) it's only about intention so like even when I decide to wear leggings I might do it in a way that I'm just going to add the hat or add the jacket to make it actually like even in my leggings this is me 100% that's really the goal there I think that's the bottom line yeah yeah, to have everything be you 100%. Yes, whether it's legging day or whether it's glam day. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about just the kind of styling process. And I would love to know like what surprised you from just our process of when we work together. Hmm. Yeah, what surprised you? What surprised me was how much it was not just about the clothes because <clears throat> there was a couple things, but that's number one, because I was yeah, hitting all of those program limiting beliefs of like, no, this is reality. No, this is reality, which was no closer, just close. There's no rhythm behind it. This is like really frivolous and superficial. Like I can't actually get behind this. Whereas actually it was something of an art to be respected because there's a reason I felt it was so cool when you had me do that exercise of like, what do you feel great in? What do you not feel great in? And I shared them with you and you're like, okay, great. Yeah. Here's why. And I'm like, what? But you know, my proportions and everything or the colors and it was like the little trickling evidence of showing through lines of who I was and what I liked. So to have that logic there through your guidance was really, really cool because it actually um, affirmed who it it affirmed what I had already been feeling inside, but it gave me the confidence to be like, look, people who think this isn't important or look, people who think I should just wear blue, even if I don't feel like it, that's not accurate. And now I know why. So it's like, 
honestly, what was number two surprising was it felt super healing, like super healing for my own inner child who like knows who I am or knows what she wants, but maybe it was not okay to express or not cool enough to value. So just the healing amount of work and how many like blocks it actually triggered, but then healed was pretty phenomenal. And the third thing was your depth, because another limiting belief I had was that stylists, you know, one is for really, really wealthy people or celebrities, not true. Um, (laughs) But also that, that it's a frivolous thing, or it's a light kind of la la thing when actually your depth as a human and your groundedness and your like the words that come to mind are like wisdom and serenity and grace and depth came through and so in the process oh god of like me ready to buy something but then freaking out because all of the limiting beliefs came up of like i don't deserve it i don't that's crazy to spend this money even if it's on sale like i already have this isn't that good enough how we do anything is how we do everything where else is just good enough. And I'm not living my life. Like <laughs> it was crazy how many little micro moments through the process triggered me in a sense of I'm ready to grow, but this is scary. So in those moments, it was so helpful to know you had my back in the sense of you weren't going to laugh at me and you were seeing the bottom line too. Like you were seeing that, that this was more than the clothes and, you know, it's, it's time to step up for your deservingness and this is okay. So your depth and your energetic awareness and just like, uh, just like the energetic or the depth you brought was so much cooler than just working with somebody who doesn't own their energetic mastery or curiosities and then can help people through that. Yeah. I, one of the things you said was that kind of the work together was that I was affirming what you already knew, just kind of giving you that confidence. And that's something that I've even been talking about with my clients recently of you already know, you already have a gut feeling about things. What you're lacking is either that confidence or the like, quote unquote, professional person to give you kind of that you're on the right track. And I think that's how I view styling and my kind of style process has shifted a lot over the years, especially as I've gotten more into personal development and more into kind of some of the energetics of stuff as well and know how important it is, but really like affirming for people, like you do know internally, you just have had years and years and years of listening to other people or influencers or bloggers or your mom or your sister partners or other people that aren't you about what is right for you. And so kind of tamping down that little like gut, that voice. And so part of the work, I see it as like strengthening that Mm -hmm. so that you are then equipped to do this on your own. Like, sure, I can come in and like help and guide and do things. And I think there's, you know, a time and a place for that too. But I really want people to know, like, you, you know, (laughs) like, you know, inside. And so, yes, sometimes you need that guidance, someone to kind of come in point you in the direction, right? And then you can do it. Like you're equipped. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's really cool that you kind of had that as an aha moment as well. Yeah. The image coming to mind right now is like there's me and it's almost my like vulnerable sensitive self, the like inner child who she like when we don't know what we want or we don't know our purpose or what we're interested in, we can come back to what our 
you know, child loved or was curious about and start to follow those leads. And so I see her in like the galaxy and maybe I'm afraid and too sensitive to walk out in my knowing, even with style. Right. But then like your work created almost this little structured protection habitat to say like, (laughs) even if people got mad at you for spending this on yourself or for valuing this or for your style, that's a little out of their comfort zone. I had the backing and the protection of this little overhang to say, well, actually there's a reason. And actually this is important. And I know why now, like I could go back under that and be like, no, this is like real. And yeah, it's strengthening of what that it's almost like a permission, but in a sense of permission to shine and knowing who you are, because it makes logical sense from this other professional. And uh, just the, the, the triggers of the old stuff that would come up, your energetic awareness of that would help me build that overhang more. Cause it was like, oh, this isn't just like, I almost want to share with people who are on the fence of having a stylist or caring about their clothes, maybe even as a stylist, that like how we feel inside matters and who we are matters. And so when we don't get to express that, that's when we feel depressed. The opposite of expression is depression. So like to have that backing and know that these silly or stupid thoughts in my head that stop me from pressing the purchase button are also what stopped me from living a good life in my business or going towards that client to say, Hey, would you want to have a session and like possibly work together? So it's almost like protection and not even poo poo on those inner demons or inner thoughts. They're not stupid and they're valid. And then to have somebody hold your hand to say like, is it true? Or, you know, is this really you can be so healing and helpful. Yeah, I agree. I think one of the things too, is that when we worked together, I hadn't quite fully implemented a lot of like more of the energetics or personal growth work in my styling services like I have now. And so it was almost a fun little test for me because I knew you were into it. Right. So I was like, cool, I can just like throw at her all the things and ask her the deep questions and she's going to be down and she's going to do it. And it was really fun, like from the business perspective as a stylist to be like, oh, cool. Like I really see more like the impact and when someone's into it and like how awesome that is and how much more like deep I feel like the work and the transformation for you went compared to maybe previous clients when I hadn't really come at it from this angle I wasn't emphasizing the mindset we weren't doing these exercising exercises and like exploring our feelings around clothes right and Mm so being able to put that in like feels really good. And so I want to kind of maybe ask or like, from your perspective, for people that want to add some sort of energetics, or they're like, Mm -hmm. any business that they have could be any creative business owner or another stylist or whatever. They're like, say you're into mindset work or human design or whatever it is, how can people like infuse that? I think it's a question where people sometimes want to do it, but they're scared to do it because there's this thought of like, you know, even me sometimes is like, cool, Colleen was into that. Like who else is going to be into it? Right. Like, can I really sustain this for more people? Like, are they going to find me and want to do that? Are they just going to want me to shop for them when I don't want to just shop for people? Right. Mm -hmm. So how can you, from this almost idea of like purpose alignment, get into a space where you feel ready or good or like to implement something in your business that might not be traditional 
in your industry? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when I started my business in 2016, I was doing what everybody was like saying was right. And what I noticed was me and a lot of my friends who were doing like the glam thing and like the posting, we weren't getting a lot of traction, even though we were saying the right things and um, doing what you could say is the industry standard even really well. And I was really frustrated that my business wasn't growing at the rate I wanted it to be. And I didn't feel like I, there was something unique about me, even though I knew I had potential. And a question that I always come back to now, because it helped me so much overcome invisible blocks was what is the thing that I would really want to do but feel is totally inappropriate or off the table. And whatever that is, is the next step of your evolution and guidance. And what I have found is literally the key to unlock the frustration or the stagnant energy and actually take off to your next levels. Because that for me, Sydney, was in my coaching work, I was, you know, I was like spiritual and I was like mindset, but I never brought in anything intuitive like that I was seeing or, or experiencing. So I started to realize that something I liked doing was this connecting to the light meditation. And I had a coach at the time say like, what is something that you can do well or that you enjoy? And I was like, well, it's this meditation, but you know, it's just a meditation. It's whatever. But I was challenged to go out and do that in sessions with clients. And as I did, I started to see things in my mind. I started to feel things like pressure in my heart or a tap on my shoulder. And it was a real big deal to even mention or even one to do this because it felt like I want to, but it's not allowed because that's a little too out of the edge. It's like mm -hmm. the human design for other people or something. But then to actually express to this person with their eyes closed across the computer for me and say, I don't know why, but I see this like red heart with little legs and like a big hand waving at you. Like, that's pretty insane. And I thought I was just making it up, but it kept happening like little physical things or, or um, visions. But that's what I kept wanting to say. And so when I actually said, what's the thing I want, but feel I can't, it was those little visions. And so I got out of my comfort zone and said, I don't know why, but I just see this heart with hands and little legs and smiling, waving at you. And when I opened my eyes, that's the thing that then the client is like, oh my God, you had no idea, but that was the thing that my dad, that was like the heart on the cardiovascular thing my dad had before he died. And it's a message. And it was like something they told me meant so much. And so that was back in 2018. And I say all of this because that intuitive process is now basically the cornerstone of my business. And it's what has people have great testimonials about my work. It's mm -hmm. insane because if I had kept hiding, I, I don't even know if I'd really be doing this anymore because it would have gotten too tiring to be so stuck or bland, but to actually, oh my God, just, I'm always constantly challenged still today to do that, but it's in different areas of my life. But like, it's just insane how it's the thing we really want to do, but feel we can't is the ticket. And so, yeah, I don't know. I would say that's what people are waiting for you to do and what's going to help you stand out, even if you don't know why, but you can, you can trust what wants to come through you. And to me, that's the ultimate integrity and ultimate devotion to the energy that 
wants to grow all of us and the consciousness of the community. Like the, devoting, even trusting yourself in what you want is allowing that higher consciousness to keep helping others and evolve. So anyway, that's, yeah, it's, it still blows my mind that like what I do for purple in that channeling is what people keep coming back to me for and makes me stand out. So if I hadn't done that, then like, I would have just been stuck by other people, you know, and kind of bland yeah. like everybody else. Yeah. Or like you said, like maybe you wouldn't even be doing it anymore. Yeah, um, and the so one stuck. thing you had said that stuck out to me was like, if you hadn't got into this way, into this, like the intuitive gifts, it would have been too tiring for you to like ignore it or like pretend yes. that you access it. Right. right? Cause it's like, and I can tie that back even to just style. Like, isn't it too tiring <laughs> for people or for like, was it too tiring for you? Like you finally like, I'm sick of wearing what I'm wearing. I'm yes. too tired of dressing like this eighth grade self. Mm -hmm. And it was like, it got to a point where it was like, it's, what is, there's like a quote, it's like, it's harder than you are than like expand. That's completely not yeah, it. But the, the rosebud one. Yeah. An I, Anais Nan or something. It yes. was, it was the, it was harder for the bud to stay closed and to bloom like the, the risk it took to bloom. Yes. Terrible that is it. I know, but it's like so Everybody ingrained. Understands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everybody gets it. <laughs> we'll put the exact quote in the show notes. <laughs> with my <laughs> yes yeah the risk it took to bloom or something like that and so that's just kind of like what came and I almost even feel like how we were talking about like me with you it's almost like you were my like test client like even though you didn't know it like you just happened to sort of be like aligned and I like threw all these other things in there and like we could have these deep conversations and it obviously had a good impact on you and then it also had a good impact me and I'm like cool that's like my reassurance that if I want to implement something I can and mm. and I almost think too being open and straight with it like sets people up for success and it sets you up for being able to do exactly what you want to do right like because if I go in and tell people like cool this is what we're doing we're having these like life slash mindset slash style coaching sessions and we're going to go into all of the things like that lets me say the like maybe kind of weird things that I'm seeing the connection with and they're going to expect it where somebody that's not expecting that from me is going to be like, whoa, I just wanted you to like buy me some shirts. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. And so it also weeds out people you wouldn't want to work with, so to speak, because mm -hmm. rather than hiding and then hope for the best, or you're only going to, you're going to attract in the people who you're energetically aligning with so if you're energetically hiding and just hoping like you can pop it in at the end you're going to probably find people who were just hoping for what you said and yeah. then might get weird but like also by being up front then you allow the person to make a choice and it's almost like dating it's like look this is my standard this is what I want to do I know it's really weird or whatever but it helps to literally weed out the people who would not be aligned with that but the difference is knowing and trusting in source or life that you will be taken care of even if they say no. Like there is people who do want to go on the date with you that that you want to go on or the client. Um, and I think by saying it out loud right up front, like you're saying, Sydney, also just helps oust a shadow of shame. Mm -hmm. And so you get to shine more because you're just stepping into your confidence. Just like I would say to a client back then, like, look, I see these things, okay? 
And I know it might sound crazy, but this is what I see. Does this resonate? Like it's so much better than tipping around and being like, by the way, it'll, you know, shadow the stuff that we shame ourselves for or hide are also positive aspects. So the more that you can just claim it up front, the more you're claiming all of who you are and then get magnetism or confidence because you're owning the weird spiritual side of yourself or the beauty in you or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. I always talk about, or think about like sort of, so there's two sides of this, right? We can talk about like, we have to own it ourselves and then we're going to attract the people that we want, that want to work with us, that we want to work with. There's that flip side of the coin where we have to do the action thing too, Mm -hmm. right? And kind of talk about it. We can't just like put it on a website and call it a day. We have to do the work. Mm. And then you and I kind of talk a lot about too, of like, okay, what's now the action that's following up this vision or this idea that we have. And I just want to even say for people that are listening, like whether it is the style side or kind of the business side, like when you put out there and say what it is you want, either how you want to dress, how you want to feel or what you want to do in your business or your services. And you're getting that out up front. You're like, breaking out of that shadow, like you said, you're getting more comfortable for you saying it. And then when you go that next step further and just kind of, that's all you're talking about, that is then that action that's going to help make it clearer for people. And so you, you have to have the both, right? Like the intention of this is what I want. This is how I want to do it Mm -hmm. and put it out there. But then to attract those people, you have to keep talking about it, right? Mm -hmm. Like you can't just not. And also pass the test, so to speak, if if we want to use that language from like mm-hmm. TDM, right. To be magnetic that you would not step down under standards. So it's kind of like, it's, it's the visioning, it's the acting and the calling it out, but not letting people through the guard line, the, the gates who wouldn't support you in being your shiniest self, you know? So I don't know, to me, I had a friend in high school, Michelle Spigner, and she was so wise when she said she was such a stylist person. She was really like a great role model for me in that way, like a friend friend in that way. But I remember dating and I was just like, I just don't know about this guy. And she was like, you know what, Colleen, I only settle for what I want and I only get what I want. She's like, I only accept in people who are what I want. I keep my standard high. And then by doing that, I only get what I want. So just wait it out, but you only get what you want. So I was like, oh my God, like that's a, that's a hundred percent success rate of knowing you're going to work with the clients you want to work with or whatever. If you just keep only accepting that, which you want. Mm-hmm. And I think people don't do that because it's scary that there's going to be a lack, but that is not the case. It, the, the, um, the universe is quite abundant and that's just a mentality that can be cleared out because actually trees have thousands of leaves. There are th- millions and billions of people and it's just one what's after the next? Like, you know, it's, it's, it's truly. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the same thing with like clothes themselves too, right? Yes. Oh my gosh. And this thing of like, okay, well I found these boots and like, they're perfect, but this one thing is off and like, they're uncomfortable or I don't like this. And so I'm, you know, always having the conversation with them of like, well, why do you want to settle for this? If it's not right? Like we have to get this idea that because it's 90% good, we're going to keep it. Like there are more boots. Trust me. Yeah. Right. Like, and it is worth it to like have this list and to really adhere to it and then wait and find the thing. Like it will come. You have to be patient. Yeah. You have to keep hunting and searching and doing the actions, but like eventually like you'll find the thing and then you'll be so glad that you adhere to that list and like didn't settle. Yes. Cause it's like mirroring your 100% self. 
Yeah. And then it's like in the 100% thing. You called me on that so many times, especially during like Christmas savings time. I'm like, Sydney, I love these pants and they're on sale for 50%. They just are like two sizes too big, but I'm sure we can make it work. It's like, no, no. like, okay, first of all, Colleen, you're going to have to double that to tailor them. Second of right? all, really, it's really hard to tailor two sizes too big. Third of all, <laughs> I don't even like them. Yeah. Remember, what do you like? Know that that's yeah. enough. And then if it's on sale, it's a plus. You okay. come first, not the sale. Exactly. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's so funny. Um, okay, so... I want to know just a little bit from you, like, because we've talked about how important seeds energetics are in terms of how you get dressed. And we've talked about how important it is in life and like business. Like, how did you like get into this? Like mm. how, like, what was the turning point that like put you down this little rabbit hole of personal development? Well, I think I became a coach because I already was going down the personal development rabbit hole. Let's see, as an elementary teacher, I just felt really stuck and I felt like I was doing everything right yet wasn't motivated to keep applying myself. And so at one point I saw a magnet on another teacher's board because I was subbing all the time. So I was always just not totally where I wanted to be, even though I was good at it. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was a magnet that a lot of us have seen in rainbow colors. And it says, do more of what makes you happy. And I thought about it. I'm like, huh. And at first I was like, this lady, like, God, isn't she lucky? Like, wouldn't that be nice for me to, you know, do what I really wanted. And I realized actually that I can, it's just my choice not to. And, oh, by the way, this teacher who had that magnet was an, one of the best teachers of the school. So I started to think like in that, I, I had read the upper, the big leap and it was talking about your zone of genius. And I was like, oh, right. Zone of genius is when you can do what you're really good at and you love. And I was like, she's got the love and look, she's really good at it. She's making an impact. So what if I just decided to do more of what made me happy? To me, that's an energetic because it's not settling for what you should be, but hate or are just good at for other people, but don't find the passion in it for yourself or the light in it for yourself. So that's energy. It gives you energy or it takes kind of it away. And so at that point, I just decided to go rogue and do what made me happy work for restaurants. And so I started studying personal development because that was another box I was starting to allow myself out of, which was um, I was really Catholic in high school and college and really identified with that. I even waited till marriage to have sex. Like it was all of who I was. And so by moving across the country and then quitting my teaching career, I started to just say, what do I want? What do I want? And started studying meditation and chakras and like, don't tell the Catholic church, but I'm doing these things. <laughs> and so the reason I stuck with that is because to have the experience of spirit or God through like the tingling on my hands when I meditate or the, the chakra opening on my crown and physically feeling it. Or when I do energy cleanses now, it's a physical feeling in my hands when I'm removing the, the gunk out of somebody's space so they can feel more clear in themselves. It's just almost addictive. It's so amazing to remember that's what's real. And so when I kept then going down the rabbit hole by becoming a coach, but then also doing what I said in 2018, which was, you know, applying my inner desire to my clients, risking them not signing with me because they thought I would cr was crazy or whatever. It's like, that's when things would start to really work. And so when I allow myself to follow my own energy flow, whether that's how I structure my day or spend more time 
with certain things. Like if I feel called to take two showers in a day, going with that, <laughs> it's like, it's so cool. But that's, that's when the, the client pops in, or I'm also happier too, by the way, like, mm-hmm. so the energetic is just so I, I stick with that because it's like what works. I feel like it's, it's the energy comes before intellect, thought, physical mindset energy is what is creating all of this so if we can clear energy that's positive for us then everything else can clear up so yeah that's in my in my line of work and what I do I like to get to the root I like efficiency and I like to help people so they can change fast and do what they're here to do and be who they really are and realize their life doesn't have to settle or be what they think it has been or could only be it gets to be more so the energy is what allows us to crack open and see that and live it and feel supported and connected as well. Yeah. I really like how, you know, we were saying that quote of like, do more of what makes you happy, which I think we all resonate with. And then sometimes we're like, yeah, yeah. Like how, if I really wanted to do what made me happy, I would just sit outside all day and do nothing. Like, so how is that like Mm -hmm. realistic? But I like then you followed up with like following your energy flow of like Mm. recognizing where is that energy going? And to me, I feel like that is sometimes might be like more, I don't know, it's easier for me to grasp on to be like, okay, where is my energy going? Like, how can I monitor that? Um, what is making me happier, like joyful or like energetic or equipped or productive mm-hmm. or whatever. And I think that goes back to clothes too, right? Like what do you put on your body? And then you notice you feel happier, you feel comfortable, you feel powerful, you feel all of these things. And then what do you put on that makes you feel the opposite and then you need to like toss that sucker goodbye and yes something different right yeah because I feel like it's it's so oh it's so crazy because actually the truth is simple actually it's all really simple like if I have a piece of clothing and when I hold it or just the vibe I get before thought beyond thought the instinct if you will is that this is just blah And then I put it on my body though. And I'm like, oh no, it's okay. It's fine. Then I'm putting blah on my energy. So what am I going to get? Blah plus Colleen equals blah Colleen. Like, (laughs) (laughs) why would I do that? So it actually can be so simple of like, I don't want blah in my life. So this blah needs to go to goodwill today. And it's like cleansing that out and clearing it out. It's just so weird to me because my ego and my like, mind and sophistication of NPR in the world and outside society. It's like the, the more valuable it is, the more complex. And like, let's talk about it and dissect it. But actually it's just really simple. I totally agree with you, Cindy. We do know what we want. We do know what the next step is. And energy is so simple. It's like, if it doesn't make you feel good, it's not for you and don't get it. Like, or if I'm not feeling fully alive, I need to do something different. What is that step? And take it. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that. It's like, because it is, it's simple. And we try to complicate it so much, right? We're like, we'll spend X amount of money on this, or we invested this amount of money on this. And it's like, it just is, or isn't like, let's just simple and not beat ourselves up or berate ourselves or make ourselves feel terrible about all these things like it is or it isn't let's just make it simple I feel like that's such a good like kind of like coming into the closing of a conversation of like it really is the energetics of style and life and business is simple yes and we just need to not complicate it Yeah. And I would say we do complicate it because it is our ego mind trying to be like, I'm going to try to distract this person from their path. 
Mm. Like, I think the ego, and I'm not trying to paint the ego as the bad guy, but when we hyper focus or get hyper vigilant, or when I make things complex, that's because I'm not looking at the truth because I'm scared. Yeah. And that, you know, and so I, I almost don't like listening to like, for example, certain podcasts where they're just talking to talk because I'm like, oh, they're not getting to the root. They may not even know who they really are yet. Um, or when like I'm justifying having something because it was so expensive and now I have to keep like. It's just funny because it's distracting me or us from what we know is true and from who I really am. And I think that, dude, it's like the ego is afraid of my power and who I really am because as I keep expanding that out, it knows it will have a death. It will die in a little bit. It's a fractured little death because I can't stay under the identity as the small self, you know? Mm -hmm. And so when I, so I think to notice this complication in the mind, it helps me realize, oh, look, this is actually great to know because I do know what's true for me. It's what it's not saying. (laughs) So go do that and to notice it like, oh, this procrastination is overcomplication. That's just me avoiding who I am and the truth. So go towards the simple, go towards the simple and you will shine. Yeah. Yeah. And help others. God, yes. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Is there anything else you would like to share or want to say from this conversation that you want to leave people with? I just feel like we all deserve to really really be happy and really, really thrive. And so there's just so many places, even in my life that I have settled for, because I think that's just what you do. And the truth is, if I feel lost or purposeless, or like, what's the point? It's because I'm settling for what is normal versus thinking I get to have more or I get to, to thrive. So like if it's investing in the clothes piece, even if it's scary or I don't feel I have the money to justify it or it's making my marriage better and doing something scary, but what I would really love to do, it's like, I just feel like, I don't know, the universe that is evolving, it's just like, it's waiting for us to feel better and good and that we get to do things that would help that happen. And we, so what I want to say as a like messenger of that and devotion to that is that we get to feel happy. We deserve to, it's not frivolous and it's not, not important. What's going on inside of us is real and it's important. And I think we should honor that because we get to be our own little soldier and through doing so it helps so many other people that we don't even know about, but we also get to have a great life in the process too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That was so good. (laughs) Thank you so much. Um, Okay. Tell the people where they can find you. Yes. You can find me at my website, colleencoles.com. You can find me on Instagram, same thing, Colleen Coles on Facebook too. And I just have like little freebies on my website and ways to keep in touch. And I just think it's really fun to look at the, the praise page because it still blows my mind of what is possible or what people get as results from this type of work or working together. And yeah, that's where you can find me, but it's fun. Yeah, there's just little little ways I can help even for free. So go over there and check it out. Yeah, yeah definitely check it out. I mean, I can attest from being Colleen's like personal development bestie in all of our conversations. Uh, you just have really good insights um, into people and like reading the energetics. And I've learned 
a lot from you and you've pointed out things to me that have been really invaluable as well. So definitely people on the internet, find Colleen, um, listen to this podcast, share it. And thank you so much for listening. Yes. Thank you. See y'all later. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to that episode. I hope that you took something away from it. If you took any little bit of nuggets away from that episode, send me a DM on Sydney Page Bast or on The Profitable Stylist and let me know what really resonated to you. Let me know what your litmus test is. Let me know if you have three words that you can use to describe your outfit right now. And if those are words that you like or you wanna change, how are you gonna do that? You can also apply this to your business. What are three words that apply to your business right now? Do you like them? Yes, no. If no, what three words do you feel called towards and what do you need to do to change your business to further reflect those three words? If you are a personal stylist and you're listening to this podcast episode, there are a few things coming up that I would love for you to just save the dates for and be aware of. First and foremost is the virtual planning retreat that is going to happen in January. That is January 12th and 13th. Registration is going to open up early December, and this is open to all stylists. But this is the first time that I'm doing this. If you were a client in 2022, your ticket purchase registration has actually already been included when you worked with me in 2022. So you will be getting the code for that. For everyone else, stay tuned for the early bird pricing for that. This is a really great time to network with other stylists, learn from other stylists, ask questions, and have really solid, dedicated time set aside on a calendar to work on your business for the new year. I'm really, really excited. This is just a great time to really feel refreshed and excited and rejuvenated about your business. If you are a stylist, you'll also want to know that the first TPS guide to sales calls is out and live in the world. This is a bundle of templates and scripts that are going to help you with your sales calls. It is going to help you feel so much more confident about what it is you do, how you're going to handle those calls, what the price is, all of those things that maybe have you feeling a little iffy about getting on the call with a client. And lastly, if you are over here listening to this special episode, since it was a little bit different this week, since it was a-